When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 155 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always by my mainest man, the whitest collar guy I know, Willie Sailor. Flow Wrestling Radio Live brought to you by Under Armour Wrestling. And you can get all your Under Armour Wrestling gear at scraplife.com. A scraplife.com. <laughs> Willie. <laughs> a scraplife.com. You love it. You love it. I'm a pitch man. Did you go? Part time. Did, did you dress up for Halloween? Uh, yeah, I went as Mark Bader. That is a lie. I, I mean, I kind of did. I said that to Katie. It was fun. She laughed because I was wearing a Flow Wrestling t-shirt and I had a camera. So, What about shaggy hair? Did you have shaggy? Did you have a... I didn't, a but wig? you remember... Bader at one point bet against Ben Askren and had to cut his hair. He was very salty about that. He knew he was going to lose. Come on. I know, but when it came time to cut the hair, he was not. That was a thing for him. He loves his hair. He loves his hair. It's, it's great hair. Yeah, you're debatable. On, you're, you're on the fence? So, yeah, it was Halloween last night. What did you dress up? Were you Minnie-ish really? Mommy-ish really? No. What were you? No no costume? Max, I didn't. Maximus Vili. Maximus Vili. So um, I watch football. You were, but you were, you've been playing with house money this week, anyways. You, you got off easy. You, this guy, you know, and this is there's two Americas that we live in, you know, and, and Willie and and his, uh, the the one percenters, <laughs> they they can get away with 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 basically anything. So Friday, we go out to eat on Fridays, at a little diner called Sawyer's, and we get there, Willie. Was pulled over, committed three to five felonies. Three to five, and he got a warning. And uh, I'm sure I had, I'm so certain. I was speeding. Wait, I was going 49 and a 35. Oh, just over. Here's the thing: we have a, we have two offices now. You heard us talk about this, and I just drive down there. I'm driving to the other office where Christian and the wrestlers are, Benny and the Jets, Andy <laughs> and the Tuna. Uh, I'm going down there where Christian and the other wrestlers are, and. I'm not thinking of anything of it. It's it's like a, it's three quarters of a mile away. Yeah, it's literally which is, makes it ridiculous how I get up 50 miles an hour. <laughs> uh, and then the fuzz and the, the lights are on behind me. So and then they got me. I'm like, this is gonna be bad because I knew my situation. <laughs> <laughs> the outstanding warrants <laughs> for your arrest. So I was speeding, and then my insurance. My insurance is good, but I didn't have the right card on it. It was appeared to be out of date my car is not registered my li- i have a pennsylvania license <laughs> i lived in texas for like seven years uh there was lots of problems and then he came back up and he was like you gonna leave it off with a warning today well what you left out the most important part which is what when, when you slipped in the 200 hundred dollar handshake no, that didn't happen. come on that didn't be happen. honest look in the camera and say i didn't pay off that I officer didn't. and then when we drove when we drove back from there they had another guy pulled over, and the cop gave me a wink. Dang. And they were lighting him up, weren't they? Were they were lighting him up. It, it's crazy. I don't know. Something happens on Fridays on our road. Yeah. There's literally – it's Delta Force out here. There's like 36 cops in, in one square mile. I don't, I, I don't know what it. I don't know what's happening, I mean, but it's every Friday. It's every Friday. Every Friday afternoon. Anyways, Willie out on bail, fresh out of jail, Pennsylvania dreaming. 
Halloween, your kids went as uh, Mario and Peach. Mario and Princess Peach. Yes, it was. It was adorable. Okay, so what were the best Halloween costumes that I saw? From wrestlers, obviously. From wrestlers? Oh, well, Imar was the scariest because he was a like a uh, an Indian chief. He was wearing like this vest, and he looked very strong, as as he is one to do. Zane Richards was the soup Nazi, I believe. And you say you say you claim Zane Rutherford was Little Debbie. Little Debbie, but Little Debbie. Where did you see this? Twitter, Facebook. Dang it! Some people still go on Facebook. I. Uh, <laughs> it was it was the Will Ferrell version. Will Ferrell, I guess, dressed up as Little Debbie on Saturday Night Live, and then Zane Rutherford uh, co-opted it. So, yeah, well, it was funny though. It was funny, Zane with the hair, with a wig, kind of like Annie, sort of ish. <laughs> I can only imagine. No, I didn't. I don't. I can't remember. Oh, Anthony Ashnell, I'm pretty sure, was a giraffe. I'm not positive. I don't understand. Pretty sure. You don't know what he was? <laughs> I am not positive. It looked. It was giraffish. In any Rutgers guys listening, Anthony, if you're listening, were you, in fact, a giraffe? You looked like a giraffe. Were you some giraffe. kind of zoo animal? He was an animal. I, I, it was, it was a, definitely an animal? He was a mammal. What if it was a. Uh, it could have been. What if it was a te- like a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Maybe. No, no. He was a giraffe. Maybe he was a leopard. I'm pretty sure he was a giraffe. <laughs> it had the stripe. It had the the spotted features of a uh, spotted features. I, I'm pretty sure he was a giraffe because I think it had those uh, those odd things on their um on their heads. Anyways, all right. Talk why about you, why you getting doing? off easy. You did not get off easy with this. Um, First of all. I had, no, I had nothing to do with it. 125U. I, well, maybe you didn't have anything to do with the actual article itself. By the way, the, the series is great. The, the concept is great. It's awesome. So, you know, in college you got linebacker U or this position U, you yeah. know, point guard U or whatever. And so these guys come up with um, weight, university, right? Yeah. 125 university. And... Um, Iowa has this thing where their 125s and 133s are good every year. Darn good every year, like really good. And um, so they came up with you and Hasek or Hasek and someone. I didn't even come up with the idea. I didn't even have the idea. They Dan Lobdell. Okay. So they came up with the idea and they ran the numbers and it turned out their research said that they sided with Cornell as the best 125 team in the last 15 years. So the Iowa fans were like, oh, nice. You picked 15 years. Why don't you take, why don't you do another metric? Why don't you do another, you know, 20 years or since the weight change? And, but then you get salty on Twitter. I stay. That's default You status. get salty on Twitter, I'm not, I'm not salty. That's not salty. That's not salt. You're, you're confused, Willie. You know what salt is. Well, I, I just found. I just found. I just saw some of the responses on, on Twitter were were preposterous. And I don't like, think they're preposterous. Well, I mean, I don't know exactly what tweets you're talking about, but on the message boards, um, I, there is a rational. I think some of them are. It's a. It's a legitimate response. Um. N- no. I mean. Okay. They they want they want the, they want the parameters of the time you looked at to favor them, and and Dan and Andrew came up with a time okay. of fifteen years. They're like, eighteen's kind of weird. Let's do fifteen. They they okay. So let me say this for the Iowa fans that suggest why don't they do it since the weight change? That's a rational, reasonable thought. The, now the ones the Iowa fans that are like. Flo's just doing this to poke at us and to get clicks. The and, narcissism involved and, with and that the, thinking. The paranoia. That's 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 not why they so did that. What, they just took fifteen. What they're suggesting. You have a you have a legitimate gripe, or not not a gripe, but you have a legitimate uh, rationale when you say, "All right, let's look at it since the weight change. Let's look at it since twenty years." Fine, legitimate. But when you say. Flo did this on purpose. So what that's, they're that's here's ridiculous. here's what they're saying when when they say that that we and I I actually didn't do this at all but that that Dan and Andrew when they looked at the time frame where they want they they landed on 15 being the time frame 
that hurt Iowa the most across all weights? Or was that a 125 agenda? Like, they didn't even think ahead, like, well, does this really make sense? Is this going to be true for all 10 weights? Like, we're not going to switch to 133 and go 10 years and then 18 years for 41. Well, when it's, you say, okay, so you one of your responses were, were um, was 125, 126. It really doesn't matter. It's only one pound. It it does have other ramifications as you go up in weight. It would have been, if I can't, I like 15 years is fine. If that's your if that's your criteria, that's your criteria. Um, but also you could have made a case that it's rational to do it since the weight change. Okay, but 15 is a, is a nice round number. Who can, We're talking about three years. I mean, they, they, they landed on 15. Get over yourselves. Stop being paranoid. It's not always about you, Iowa. Okay? It's not about you. We're, we're, not, we're not looking for angles to poke you. You are just... And maybe I actually legitimately thought about this. Like the, parano- <laughs> the paranoia. No, this is not true. I thought about this, and then someone tweeted at me. I'm like, okay, I'm not alone. Like, this is not true. This, this election has made people more paranoid. And like now they think like, well, we're I sitting around. I don't think. Are you kidding me? How can you read that? Not these are. Par- how can I read? How can I read it and not think that? Okay, I think in general people are more paranoid. That was why I told you about the sixty minutes thing, where everybody writes in and says, "This is obviously pop- propaganda for Hillary." Oh, I can't believe you ran that. It's obviously biased towards Donald Trump. It's a free piece of advertising. I mean, people are writing in from both sides saying the other side was slanted. The other side was slanted. Uh, but how can I say that this is not a case of that? Because. The Iowa message boards always do that. True. Well, that's true. Anytime, I, anytime they you run something on Iowa or anything that could be slightly per, per, perceived as not favoring Iowa, they're like, "Wow, it's biased." Biased flows. Oh, that's flow. That's flow. Meanwhile, trying to get clicks. The the most hilarious, the the irony is, have we given a team more love than Iowa <laughs> in like the history of this website? Yeah, they're the most like. We do more premium shoots on them, all the Flow Pro pieces. It's like, we love Iowa. Well, yeah, we know that. But they – but it's it's a this one's a little tricky. I, like, again, they shouldn't say that <laughs> there's some sort of bias. Like, we, we were trying to make Iowa not 125U, but that's ridiculous. But there is – a legitimate, I would like to see it since the weight, since the weight change. 15 years is fine. I, I bet you Iowa's going to be pretty good 15 or 18. Yeah. Iowa's going to be good at any Andrew much. Andrew tweeted 125 and 133 combined. Iowa is far and away the best team for 125 and 133 combined. So, listen, do you, do you need – I don't know. So what were the – talk about the, the juice, the pulp of the article itself. The pulp of the article – well, it's pretty – it was simple, you know. They looked. They looked at a couple different metrics, but really just the most logical ones: all American placements, and they correlated, you know, the finish with a point value. And then they looked at NCAA qualifiers. So, did you qualify the way one? And then how did they do? And and Cornell had the most qualifiers. They had the most All Americans. They had the most top four finishes, and the same number of champs as Iowa. Um, so really, by every metric, they were superior. Um, so it was pretty. Well, they op- came out in this. They came out by one point ahead uh, in the placings. Yeah. What do you mean one point ahead in the placings? NCA qualifier qualifiers and finishes. Iowa had fourteen points, and Cornell had fifteen. Okay. They each had two champs. Iowa had three runners. You, you up, need to Cornell scroll down two. more for the actual point scores. Well, I'm just using one metric. Okay. Actually, in, actual you're points, at, you're 191, at, 191 to 187 points at, in the NCAAs. Yeah, yeah. Because 15 to 14, that's just how many qualifiers they had in 15 years. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. So, really, Cornell qualified someone oh, okay. every year. So, Cornell qualified everyone every year, and Iowa just had one year. When did Iowa not? Mag- Magnani? It, I think it was two, 05? I don't remember. Magnani? Or Falco? No, Falco always qualified. He was good. I don't remember. I think it says it in the article. Anyways. Anywho. 25 is for the last 15 years. And if you want to juke them to 18, Iowa, so you can get 
the man, Jody Strip Matter, in there, knock yourself out. If you really need that validation that you're good at the lightweights, you, you can you can do that. And 133 is up now, Oklahoma State. Kind of ran away with it. Eight points, 18 points more than second place Minnesota. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, it kind of. Yeah, eight you, points over 15 years and a lot, a lot. Yeah, I guess not. I guess, but when you look, four champs and two runner-ups. Yeah. That's six, really good. Six guys in the finals. Six finals appearances at that weight in 15 years is amazing. Ten total All-Americans. It's really good. It's really good. So Oklahoma State, really good there. Iowa comes in third. Um, and, you know, another thing when you consider, and this is something that was mentioned in the article, which was it was so obvious most of the Iowa complainers didn't even read the article. They're like, yeah, well, what, what's it going to be like when Spencer Lee and Thomas Gilman, da, da, da. It's like, well, he said that. He's like, Dan, like, explicitly said this is this would definitely shift towards Iowa once Gilman finishes up and he's going to finish high, and then you've got Spencer Lee coming in for, for four years. They'll be, you know, they'll pull away from Cornell then. So he, they're mm-hmm. like, hey, should have mentioned that. It's like, well, he did. You just did you decide not to read it, Iowa Th- fan. They did that a lot. They I, th- I think we've said that before. Like, a lot of people complain about uh, – there's people that read headlines and then complain. Yeah. Because all you did was read the headline. You didn't even read the article. Yeah. It happens on Facebook all the time. Yeah. So that happened. 33 is up. As we mentioned, check that out. And then one a day every weekday. So we've got kind of two weeks coming um, of this. And it's interesting because you can kind of <laughs> – what? I, Why are you laughing? Because there's a thing in, like, media that, like, when you respond to criticism, <laughs> people are allowed to throw stuff at you, but if you respond to it, then you're thin-skinned. You're thin-skinned. They just throw stuff at you, and you're just supposed to take it, I guess. But if you respond to it, then you're thin-skinned and not professional. Somebody said one of the comments were, if you want to be professional, if you want to be considered a professional journalist, well, then don't. And then, then I'm not a professional journalist. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that really you're really gonna sting me if you say I'm not I'm not professional. I don't care about that. Well, what I'll say is here's why we and here's why probably in general re- wrestling media and maybe it's just flow because yeah I'm not gonna go there. Anyways, the reason people respond and we respond is it's obvious. It, I'm not you know. An ESPN. I'm not Scott Van Pelt, where I literally have millions of people. I'm a part of this community. I way before I worked at Flow Wrestling and you worked at Flow Wrestling, we were on these message boards and and communicating. Yeah. And it's just a natural pull drawback to kind of you know, or on Twitter. In my in my case, yeah, we've always had a back and forth. We've always had. Uh we interact with, and if you're, and the main reason, the main reason I'll respond, if people, if like, I think it's, I think it's kind of crappy when you, when you don't respond. Well, I, I mean, don't, I don't know about that. I mean, because here's, here's my thing. It's like if you think, uh, for example, such as, like for example, such as, Bo Nickel over Gabe Dean. Like I, I, I made that prediction, and you think that's really stupid, and I mess that up. Well, that's fair. I mean, okay, I'm. Picking against two time champions, or if you think I, even if you think I, I messed up a ranking. All right, that's I can't I can't combat every one of those, even though I can try to explain. But when it's something like when you're just like lying and you're just like ignoring information, or you're like kind of asserting something a little more nefarious, like yeah, we sit around and have meetings. How can we how par- needle Iowa? So, yeah, that's actually our eight a.m. every Monday. It's like what can we do to fire up? Iowa fans. Well, let's see. No, get over yourselves, you let's paranoid put, fans. You know it's not about you. Put up something like just clickbait. Clickbait. Just, just. Well, we really think that Iowa's number one, but let's make it Cornell. It'd be hilarious. So that more people will click on. Yeah, like that. It's just so when things like that are said, and that kind of gets thrown around, and when you're, and you're when you're insinuating this about a guy like Dan or Andrew. These guys, I can't tell you two people that care less about <laughs> Iowa one way or the other, yeah. or or college, college, college well, maybe ju- maybe Hasek, they, but they don't have those. Dan doesn't care about college, guys. He he li- he likes it, but he's not like 
He's not like us, right? So it, that whole thing, I was like, no, that that's wrong. You guys are you're out of line here. So that's that's when we respond. I'm not thin skinned. It's not even my article. Um, I'm just responding. So wrestle off things. A lot of wrestle. Everyone. Uh, it was uh, National Wrestle Off Wrestle Off Week last week, I think. Um, <laughs> uh, so he Valencia wrestled three people in his. Did he really wrestle three? Every period, he had someone different. That's a lie. And that happened. That happened. That happened. That is awesome. Yeah. There, there should be some kind of competition that's tag team. Tag team. Like you can tag out if something's not. Well, going Flow out. Slam. I think they're gonna have that. The tag team continental championship. Flow Slam is blowing up. Flow Slam has. I I fall. I need to. I'm sorry. Rest. I know there's like fake wrestling fans that like real wrestling too. I'm not throwing shade, but some of the I'm, stuff that Flow Slam tweets, these videos, they I can't not laugh at them. Guys, I know, right, there's probably people that listen to the show that like fake wrestling, and that's Please. cool, I guess, I, but I like I apologize. I, how do people watch this? <laughs> yeah, like, you know. have, okay, so, <sighs> you have, like, 24 hours in your day. Yes. So you have to accomplish, like, you have to do some certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Who, I'm going to take time out of my day. I'm going to watch this fake soap opera wrestling. I mean, we, we watch fake things. I'm not going to say get, I mean, if you like, you know, if you like a TV show that's fake, you know, The Wire's kind of fake. You like wrestling, whatever. It's just not, it's just not for me. It's just not for I, me. Yeah, maybe I can't. You know what art- I'm saying? Maybe I can't articulate it. Very well, but the wire was amazing. It was an amazing piece of cinematic history. It's, it's the greatest. It's the uh, go. Right, Game of Thrones is great. I watch it. Um, take forty minutes out of my day and watch an episode of Game of Thrones. Forty minutes out of my day and watch the wire. Right. Uh, I I can't bring myself to watch fake athletic performances. Yeah. Remember for a long arguably we are. Uh, Ironically, we like the Olympics, which is largely fake. But, um. <laughs> All right. Uh, wrestle off things. Zahid, what did you make of Arizona State? Let's start at Arizona State. Um, I make, you know, Anthony and Zahid are going to do really well. Um, Everybody's saying Josh Shields looked really big. I think he looked good. I thought he looked good. You know, they. this, this gets to another point. You know, um, Coaches are paranoid, right? So, like, they, they, they put the Facebook Live up, but then it got deleted, and they're not the only school to do that. Why? Because scouting? Yeah. I mean, yes. You know, they say, well, I mean, meanwhile. Meanwhile, there's four million videos on Flow Wrestling. <laughs> meanwhile, us, but also. Such as? YouTube. I mean, there's so much footage of these guys wrestling, but it's just a, I guess. It's kind of a leave. Yeah, it's a leave no stone unturned type of thing. Um, But anyway, what'd you make of Shields? Because I I I heard that he. I didn't watch it. I heard he looked good. I heard he looked big. He looked good. It was kind of hard to gauge size because it was on a cell phone. But yeah, he looked he looked good. I thought he looked good. Nasir only won five three, um, but he just kind of like coasted. Like he got two takedowns and was like, all right, I'm good. Dalton Brady hurt. I hear. Yeah, he did not wrestle. Um, and then we're going to get a look at Arizona State's going to Dactronics. Yeah. Live on flow? Yes, they are. They'll be at South Dakota State for the Dactronics. That's going to be. Minnesota, Nebraska? Minnesota is sending their guys, including the um, their, their four. Fantastic uh, Four. The, the Fantastic Four. Larry Early. Tommy Thorne. Tommy Thorne. Ethan Lezak and um, Crone. Is, is Jake Short going there? Jake Short will be uh, there. So are the other guys going there too? The regular guys? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Man, Nebraska. That sounds like a good It's going to be really good. It's going to be really good. And we'll get our first look of um, at the Valencia Brothers in varsity competition. So a lot to be excited about with that going on. Um, that's going to be a good tournament. And also South Dakota State taking on Iowa State. A little, uh, yeah, that's a good match. A little Bono uh, reader revenge time, you know, yeah. going, going after the alma mater. I'm really, you know what? Or these early, I don't know. I guess I'm just glad we're here. I watch everything. Yeah, no. I want to get a look at the Iowa State guys. Get a look at South Dakota State guys. Um, I did watch. This was Friday night, I think. 
or Thursday night. Uh, Lehigh Wrestle-Off? I think that was Thursday. Um, and the one that stood out to me was Cutler. Oh, yeah. He looks really I didn't good. know he was that good on top. Yeah, it was kind of... I just kind of, like, wanted to watch him more on his feet. Well, he only had one takedown, but one, it was really nice. One takedown a bunch of tilts. He could be really good. Man. I think... I mean, I mentioned this a couple... I don't know. After who's number one, when I was up there at Lehigh, they were like, Cutler is destroying yeah. people. Yeah. And he's he's the real deal. You know, he beat Joe... People people forget that. He beat Joe Smith um, this spring in freestyle. So that's... He's good. He lives a life. Good, smart kid. He's been with Buxton for years. Um, he's pretty good. I think people... You know, he's not one of these big names like Zahid Valencia, but... He he's gonna make some noise, and of course the Wolf of Wall Street, Gordon Wolf, never disappoints. The Wolf of Wall Street wrestled Alex Meyer again. <laughs> it was that was like seventeen sixteen. Seventeen sixteen with fourteen reversals. It was. It was. It right? was. They were playing Twister. It was just as uh, disastrous as the Meyer Wolf match, but it was entertaining. It was literally seven. How about this one? Colbray pinned Marcus Harrington. Ooh, this was a strange, strange one for me. Why? Harrington comes out, gets a really nice takedown, single leg, nice finish. And then, like, just, I think I think he hurt his wrist a little bit. He kept, like, shaking it. But, I, I don't know, the whole vibe was strange after that takedown. He's, like, not really squaring up with Colbray, like, kind of in a weird stance. And he eventually gets taken down, and then... Bar half, and he just goes right over for the pin. It did. It did sort of look like he didn't try. It <laughs> yeah. did sort of look like he didn't try. But you don't see many guys pin like that. It, even Logan Steber, in all of his bar half dominance, never took someone over that looked like that. Now Colbre, yeah. Colbre is a problem. Um, yeah, I don't know. It looked like he didn't try. It looked like he gave up. But at the same time. It also looked like Colbray was doing work on top there. Like he had it, he hopped side to side. He had it. He almost had it before that. Yeah. It's called potentially dangerous. I think. I'm not gonna say he wasn't trying. Maybe it's something. You know, he was hurt and just you know you go over when you're hurt. I don't. know. It's a wrestle off. The problem is with wrestle offs, you end up you you think way too much about them. Yeah. And you give him way. Jack Roseman beats Kenny Quartz. He's not gonna start. Yeah. Ian Paddock beat Hunter Stever. Yeah. You're not gonna start. Even though Ian Paddock was good, right? Like, their wrestle-offs, they're kind of a gauge of, of the where most, they're at. One of the most interesting stories I remember, I mean, the, the most interesting wrestle-off thing of all time, right, had to be Johnny Thompson. Mm-hmm. Maybe, right? yeah. I mean, he was a national champ. We keep coming back to this one. Right, but I there's this, and I maybe have brought this up on the show before, but when I was at Nebraska, they had a guy, a JUCO guy, his name is Chris Needens, I think he was a JUCO national champ. But he won the wrestle-off. And then, like, two weeks later at Kaufman Brand Open, um, he, like, hurt his neck. He had to have neck surgery. Matt Murray, who he beat out, ended up making national finals. Crazy. He, yeah. Like, some crazy, crazy wrestle-off stories. But um, speaking of not sure what to make of wrestle-off results, Bo Nickel McCutcheon was, uh, I guess, a close, really close. Yeah, you know, um, unlike, you know, a Lehigh or an Iowa State, Virginia Tech, that Penn State doesn't do, like, a public wrestle-off. It's not really advertised. It's not, you know, they don't do a write-up about it, I don't believe. In the, it's in the room. It's in the room. I, th- I It's it's about as, I'm not going to say informal, but it's just not how the other schools do it. The others, you know, hey, come take a look at the team. Penn State doesn't do that. So, but Bo Nickel beat. Matt McCutcheon, it sounds like it was 3-1 overtime match, which, you know, some some people will think, see, both shouldn't be going up. It, there's there's beating. a whole lot of stuff to read into this or not read into it, right? Because you can say, well, see, Bo's struggling with McCutcheon. How's he going to beat the other guys? Well, are you, you're forgetting that. McCutcheon's like three and one against NCAA finalist Tim Dudley. Right, and he's beaten a number of other All Americans. Um, and and you're forgetting the fact that one, it's a practice room matchup. Okay, they probably know each other extremely well. Very well, and and McCutcheon, I think, 
in the years prior had kind of he'd always been a tough matchup for Bill. So those problems are, are still there now. And also, can, can we back up just exactly one year and remember that Bo Nickel lost his wrestle-off to Brill? Are we forgetting that already? So, and how did he end up doing that year? He, he was all right. I think he m- managed to start and do okay at 74. So, personally, I'm not overreacting. I'm not, re- I'm not reacting to that. He beat a good wrestler um, yeah. in, in Matt McCutcheon. Matt McCutcheon would start for all but you know a handful of teams, and he's going to start. They've got to. They will figure out a way to get Matt McCutcheon in the lineup. If it's up or down, I don't know, but they'll they'll figure. Out. I think. I know he's short. I know he's not big, but I how do you not look at 197 and I say who cares? Fine. He'll do fine. I think McCutcheon would do fine. At he's 97. not. He doesn't use like power. He's like he works angles well. He's he's actually not especially like a quick footed guy. No. So he'll actually have a speed he's advantage. A bear. Yeah, he's a strong guy. People and people forget how good he is when he's healthy and how, as you would imagine, not effective he is when he's not healthy. This guy absolutely annihilated Zach Zavatsky. At Virginia Tech, Zach Zavatsky had some of the best wins all last year, and he he smashed him. So, just I think I think I feel like people put McCutcheon in a place where he's not like just because he's never placed. Um, he's really good, and honestly, his chances at placing could be higher at another weight than they are at 184, given the nature well, we, of 184. We, we talk about 84 being one of the most loaded, and we talk about 97, how it's comically thin. Yeah. It is. He's Matt McCutcheon's really good. If, if you told me... 84 might be the deepest. 97 might be the thinnest in years. Yeah. It's, it is. I, I've been saying it's the worst I've ever seen. Now, I don't have the knowledge of years past, but, you know the last several years I, I feel like I know the fields and this is bad um, and he's good I think he would do well up there it's just a matter and more than anything for Penn State if not him who you know is it going to be Stout would it be you what know is, what, I don't even Kassar. know what the situation is like I, I haven't I don't know I haven't investigated I got you're too busy recruiting of, for Penn State to, to worry about their lineup issues I got a right? lot of things going on I do you know that I have to go to a oh come on where no I don't I have to go to a rodeo next week. No. A rodeo. I thought rodeos were like a week long. This is like three days long. This is an abridged version? Yeah. Is this it's just a abridged. qualifier? No. It's, it's uh, you know, world championships in Dallas. I'm going to have dinner with John Renan. Oh, that sounds terrible. Probably eat his, eat his liver with some fava beans. Uh, that's, we've taken a dark turn. So you have to go, you have to do this for real? Yes, I have. We don't have it. There's no, right? So every site out there, every site at Flow... Has a senior editor. Mm-hmm. Not so you're going to scope out some talent there? Not Flow the- Rodeo. Not Flow Rodeo. We have nobody to cover. If you're interested in being a senior editor of Flow Rodeo, it's uh, Willie at flowsports.tv. Send me an email, resume, tag it, and bag it. So that I don't have to cover. I, I don't, Actually, I'm looking forward to like watching it, right? But I have to, I'm going to have to like do results. And interviews with the camera. No. Yeah, I hope I get to interview Bubba Boots. You you're gonna interview a rodeo rider? What are they called? Rodeo riders? Rodeo participants? <laughs> what, what 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 did you? I don't know the term. Listen, rodeo rider. Why would that not be what they're called? <laughs> because the, they're called cowboys, you jack wagon. They're called cowboys. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that makes sense. When I think cowboys, I think like, you know, from Tombstone. Rodeo riders. They're not riding cows. Well, I guess the bulls are. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was thinking the horse one. That's a dirty mind. They ride horses. Wait. I didn't say anything dirty, did I? Yes. They're not riding cows. You said, well, the bulls are. No, that's not. What, that's what you said. No, the bulls are cows that they ride. Isn't a bull technically? We got to <laughs> oh stop talking about this. God. I'm out. I'm out. Hey. I'm out. If you were trying to be the senior editor of Flow Rodeo, you just failed your interview. Yeah, well, I'm I'm not. I'm not. All right, so the point of this was, what was the freaking point? The point was, I haven't been following along in such great detail about what Penn State's going to do at 97 because I have flow rodeo duties. <laughs> now, 
What is the situation? I don't know. Come on. I'm asking you a question. What's I'm, the situation in 97? I'm telling you, I don't know it. I don't think Kassar is going to be healthy at any point where you can be like, um, you can count on him, right? Like, I just don't. So is it the Stout kid? I don't know hardly anything about him. Stout's good. He's limited offensively. His dad is an awesome dude. He was, uh, I think he was an All-American at Clarion. Um, he won he won EWLs a couple times, I believe. Uh, really great. Really great dude. I, my assessment of him is that he's very solid but limited offensively. And that's like two years ago, really, because I didn't see much of him in his redshirt year. Yeah, his results were like, Fine, not amazing, not bad. Now, go figure, a lot of people that go to Penn State end up finding an offense. Right. So, who knows? You know, he, he could be more dynamic now. I don't know. I don't know where Kellen Stout's at. I don't know how he compares to Matt McCutcheon, who I think would do fine at 197. Yeah. So, I think that's that's probably the way they go. Now, then you maybe roll out Shakur at 74, Bo 84, McCutcheon 97. That sounds pretty good. Um, you know, part of me wonders, you know, Mark Hall's redshirting, but is there a temptation there if things, I feel like Penn State, they stick with their, no, don't do it. Don't do it. They... You got a plan or something? You got a plan or something? Willie, I should not even have, I can't, I can't believe. You got a plan or something? Stop. Do you, you have can... a plan? No. I'm asking. You got a plan or something? Willie, stop playing it. For crying out loud, I knew it. <laughs> it's the greatest day of my life. The second I, I mentioned Mark Hall's name, I was like, oh, I know what he's going to do. Willie, maybe, do you want to explain? Because people probably didn't hear what, what that was. Yeah, last – I mean, yes, they know what that is. That's I've tweeted it. I've said it on the show a million times. When, three years ago or four – whatever it was, when at the scuffle, Christian interviewed Kale after they won the scuffle, and he said, are you thinking about pulling red shirts on – Bo Nickel and, and, and Zane Rethford, Jason Nolf, and Kale's like, what do you got? You got a plan? <laughs> it was wonderful. And so I don't leave Christian live it down. And now he's talking about Mark Hall. And, uh, you got a plan or something? You got a plan or something? All right. Was that a Vine? I thought they deleted that. I thought Vine doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, so maybe, you know, they've kind of got that in their back pocket. If they ever wanted to. I don't think they will, but, you know. Well, I mean, there's there's KL, and then there's... You got a plan or something? <laughs> Moving on. I'm never going to... Hey. For that reason, I'm never going to theorize about Penn State again. Just That's a lie. You just lied to America. Yeah, I probably will. All right, hey, did you see... Did I see? Did I see? Nick Villicat watched this 50 times. John Smith at homecoming... How could wrestle you not? softball coach. John Smith came out of retirement. It was great. What did you think of it? I thought it was awesome. It was funny. I wish I just wished he had fired off one low single. He did he that got little, in that little He did that little check like, like like Joseph does. Well, like he does. Well, like <laughs> I mean, it looked okay. I've seen it more recently from Joseph yes. than I did from John and it's eerily it's you know, it's exactly the same. Um I thought it was really cool. If you haven't watched it yet, so John Smith, and I don't know exactly what Oklahoma State softball did last year, but I know they were in like the final four. They, they might have won it. Do you know what do you know what it was? If they got hit by fifty pitches, I swear. What are you talking about? If the girls got hit by fifty pitches, the coach had to wrestle John. Oh, no way. And they did. All right, but they're also very good. Apparently. Like, very good. I don't know what their final result was, but they were in, like, the World Series. Um, so I think they were in, like, the Final Four-ish. Um, and it was a homecoming kind of thing. The place was packed. If you haven't watched it, you got to go back and watch it. It's on flow. Um, 
the place was packed, the music, the lights, they're messing around. The, the wrestling team brought out the softball coach and was kind of coaching him up. The softball uh, girls brought out John Smith and were kind of coaching him up. You know, um, There was some stunts involved, and it was a pretty cool thing. He shoved John, really. Yeah. I wanted to punch his head. I wanted head. to punch him a little bit. I was kind of mad. You don't do that to John. I was like, I hope he... I hope he laces him for an hour for his for his. He sense. pushed John, and John was like, "Oh, really? Oh. Okay." He kind of had, yeah. And then he he did a fireman's carry, and then he hit a lateral drop at the end. It's beautiful. And then he patted his belly. <laughs> it was really cool. It was a cool thing for for him to do. I mean, obviously, it was a fake match against a softball coach, that wasn't but fake. <laughs> it's real to Willie. Dang it! It's real to the flow slam people. <laughs> hey, that was. We should put that on Flow Slam. That was real. That was like there was actual athleticism involved. Mm-hmm. There was real sports things. They might not like that part of it though. Hey, what is this? Imar versus Earth. Um. Well, he wants to beat World. He wants to win Worlds this year. He's entering the Bill Farrell at seventy kilograms, which I don't know. I, maybe I'm stupid. Mm, I've been accused. I've been accused of this before. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, not an unpopular opinion, but I think he's going to win. I even think he's going to beat Green. Yeah. Even though Green's sitting in the – that's stupid. He can't – two out of three, Green sitting in the finals? Um, I, You know, James, I don't know. James yeah, is – I mean, I would say James is every bit as good and freestyle savvy. What do we make freestyle, of freestyle freestyle experience? For sure. What do we make of what if anything do you take from their folk style rivalry? Cuz that's all we have right now. Um not much. Right? I don't think he I mean, Isaiah won on a riding time point, right? The first one. No, did they only NCAAs, wrestle one time? NCAAs, he won on a riding time point. I don't think that can happen. It him. could. It could. Farrell, they can get. He could take time now. I might take top in the second. All right. No. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to take. I don't know what to, to take away from their folk style to this. I think. I don't know. I just favor Imar, even though I probably shouldn't. He's a returning junior or returning bronze medalist at Senior Worlds. Is James? I Green. know, but does that that mean something? But. Imar didn't wrestle in that. In that. Right, right. I mean, and ultimately it comes down to those two, not James versus the field. Right, right, because he's got to get – and he has to get through the field. You but know, where he, did, look, how does he match up with the J.O.? J.O., I mean – Jimmy Kennedy is someone – That's a really amazing bracket. I cannot wait. I, Jimmy Kennedy is a – I don't know. That guy, every time I watch him – he is really impressive. I love Jimmy. But he, he just hasn't put it together at a tri- in the trials yet. I mean, well, he's made a world team, yes. so that's not so much true. But since moving up to 65, battled health, you know, been a little banged up. But man, up So your pick to win the whole thing is? Isaiah Martinez, the face of NCAA wrestling. I don't know. I think. I don't, know. I don't know who I'd pick. Imar Green, J.O. Kennedy? That's awesome. It's pretty good. What's a date? Um, Who's going? Who's going to this? Oh, Dan Lobdell and uh, Mike Malinconico. The date. Oh, the 11th. I think it's the 11th of November. I want to go. I can't. I have to go to freaking rodeo. You chose this life. I did not. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. We need. There's a guy here. His name is Jeremy, and he does the head hunting. He does the hires. Mm Mm-hmm. He's doing a poor job. Because if he did a good job, we would have somebody to go to these, this rodeo, and I could go to Farrell. You would be going to a, a, a cross-country race if you weren't going to that. No, I would be going to tennis. NCA's tennis. That's what I would be going to. Would you really? Yep. Wow. This is the life you chose. Just remember that. I kind of regret it. <laughs> All right. So, I like Imar. You won't at tradition. I'm not committing to that. Yeah, you never commit. You just sit on the fence. Then you're right after it happened. 
told you. Right. You can hit us with a told you. Um, where do you want to go these last 17 minutes, my 17 brother? 17 minutes? I'd like to know what you mean by F. Wada. Oh, I don't know who wrote that, but <coughs> I, I'm just I'm just mad at them. I'm telling your wife. For being terrible. That you swore. I, didn't sw- I did not swear, for the record. No, they, they had – so at the Olympics, they had <laughs> – they're so disorganized. And I guess what makes me mad – is the things they were organized about, the things they had no problems doing, you know. They're, they're very organized when, when they were leveling villages, you know. They had a great plan there. But when it comes to, like, protecting the integrity of sport at the Olympic Games, they had no plan. They didn't have printers. They didn't have food for these chaperones that are supposed to get – it was a complete mess. And they had no coordination – to ensure, so they were these tests are supposed to be random. Well, they can't find the athletes, so they're asking the coaches. So all the athletes are getting tipped off hours in advance. It's a whole thing, and there's uh, tipped it, off to what? Like when they were going to get tested and stuff. I guess. Oh, uh, uh, you know what I mean. So it, the the whole thing was, you know, and obviously some still got. There were tests. It's not that no one got tested, but they were just completely disorganized. Uh, and there, there was not enough support for what they're calling the chaperones, who are the people that, that Did get. Did you hear the one track story um, during the Olympics? I think – I don't want to mess the story up but uh, or mess the country up and accuse somebody that wasn't. But I think it was Kenya where um, a coach went in – a coach went in to do the P-test for the well athlete. That's fair. And then they didn't kick the athlete out because nah. the athlete said that the coach stole his credential. And then the coach said, yeah, I stole it because I wanted to have a credential so I could get a free meal. Wow. That happened. Poor Kenya. Poor Kenya? The, the, the guy is, is stealing credentials so he can get a meal. Maybe he's hungry. I'd, I'll do some outlandish stuff for food too, though. I get pretty hungry. So anyways, I, I'm just I'm just tired of seeing – every aspect of this event like come into question in this way I mean that in the fact that Americans what they have to go through in the US testing Americans. I keep coming back to that so that that's all I meant there if you're not passionate about this I don't know what to tell you um I mean yeah it's it's a shame they need to I mean but who's gonna who's gonna drop the hammer on them the, yeah they run with no. complete autonomy yes you like know, those n- people have been writing for the last 20 years or so it's really been the last 20 years because before that it was like the olympics yay i know the olympics yeah i can't wait to the olympics now you talk about the olympics and the first thing that's written about them is how there's smog in china or yeah. why did they pick this city or there's been um you know, shady dealings on why they chose this city for the Olympic bid. And uh, there's wild dogs running around the Olympic village in uh, so- Sochi. Sochi. And um, also they don't have potable running water. Running water. Yeah, drinkable water. It's like, uh, so, you know, and then obviously the drug things. It's But who's going to hold these guys accountable? It's like. There's no oversight. There's no watchdog. There's no competing group. Mm-mm. So they just do whatever they want. They just do what they I, want. And, and uh, I think that uh, – but see, this this can't happen because this will lose the perks, right? So the the, the uh, IOC goes from city to city and they're, and they're wined and dined and their pockets are yes. lined. Uh, oh, that rhymed. That was, that was, that was, that was adorable. That was a good one. That should be a – Little easy song, <laughs> easy tunchy. So, but what I think they should do is for like twenty years, for like four cycles, just say the Summer Olympics. We're building a town in Oklahoma. We're building a town in um, South Africa, and this is going to be the Olympic town. For the it's definitely going to be Oklahoma. Well, it should be Los Angeles, a place with the infrastructure. No, it should not be Los Angeles. It, it should be a place where you don't have to go and build everything. I don't see. I th- uh, that's false. They have to build. They have to build almost everything anyway. 
they build a lot of structures and it costs a lot of money and that's part of why I'm saying that should be in one it should be in one place for a while so they don't have to spend all this money so that every time okay so we go to a lot of wrestling tournaments and like and we even put on wrestling events ourselves right who's number one at Flow Nationals and it's like every year you have to you have to check this box and make sure this and what about hotels and what about uh, brackets and what about this and what about that right and registration and this and that and it's every year and it makes it a little bit easier because it's the same process next year but when they do it like now it's in Rio then it's in Sochi then it's in this it's almost like you have to worry about that stuff all the time and you have to lean on local organizing committees if they have it in the same place for five straight Olympics things will get a little smoother mm -hmm. you, you, you know if there's if there's non potable water in the Olympic Village this year in four years from now there will be They'll fix that problem, right? Yeah, you would think. So um, I think, and not only that, it'll help a local community. It'll help a local community more than it. Like now, it devastates communities. Now they, they now Greece spends five gazillion dollars building the infrastructure, and then three years later, there's weeds growing on uh, in the arena, and uh, the country's bankrupt. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you build the infrastructure in, say, South Africa or I, – I I'm just making up countries, but um, – Uganda. It, it, it could help It could help the economy for decades. Cool. I'm with cool? you. Cool? <laughs> That's what you got with that? You don't like that? So yes or no, you like that idea? Let's do it. I'm all in. Still, still water 2024. Come on. Um, so for these last 10 minutes – what, what so do you for these last 10 minutes, let's talk about, I guess we, what, what's going on at Cowboy? Let's talk about the events we have. We have Iowa State is SDSU. We already talked about that. Holmes is going there. Um, and then Cowboy Open, mm -hmm. on the fifth. So that's the fourth. So Iowa State. Full weekend. SDSU. And then a couple days later, Dactronics, which we already kind of talked about. Southeast Open is on the sixth as well. And tell the people what Southeast Open is because they changed their name. It is the artist formerly known as the Hookie Open. I'm kind of sad I'm not going, but I'm glad to be home. That was whole whole part of the deal. How far was how far was Tech from your house? Like two hours. Beautiful drive through God's country. Zero cell phone reception. All cell phone reception. What are you talking about? You actually drive through a place called the Technology Corridor. I don't even know what that means, but... The Technology Corridor? Something like that. In the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. Yeah. It's the Silicon Valley of Virginia. It is. <laughs> it's better than the Lehigh Valley. I know that is for darn sure. That is not true. You know it's true. That is not true. Very historic, the Lehigh Valley. Congrats. I'm sure a lot of great history. Like the steel mill that they once had. Congrats on the... Uh, Congrats on once having industry. About the founders of this nation being there. Whatever, whatever. You know that. Just you, had more you know, you know that Bethlehem wasn't the. You're not. That's not the one where Jesus was born, right? You do know that. Has anyone dropped that on you? Oh, speaking I, of, I should have let you down easy on that. Speaking of, that was in, that was in Israel. Bedlam. You know where the the name Bedlam came from? Nope. There was a town in England called Bethlehem too, as well, right? But the locals said it. But so there was a town, and they had an insane hospital, insane asylum, mm -hmm. and they were crazy, obviously. And the locals, they called it Bedlam, Bethlehem. They would yeah, it Bedlam. I got it. So that's where the term Bedlam comes from. Wow, we all got just a little bit smarter today. Yes, we did. Did any? Did you? I, 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 I kind of want to back up to trick or treat again. Did you? Ha did anyone come to your door? Did you give out any treats? Man, you know where I live. Oh, my gosh. Do I ever. It is the hood. Willie lives in a not-so-savory place. I love it. Literally, the one I've been to Willie's house like two times, and not never since I moved here, actually, because um, we're, we're tight like that. <laughs> um, but the one time I was riding in his car, he pulls into a street, and, like, he talks to some local uh, a vagrant man, <laughs> and the guy, he's like talking to Willie. Willie knows him. He's like, "Yeah, man, <laughs> let me. You know anyone that needs pills? Let me know." <laughs> Willie's like, "All right." <laughs> it's like drives off. I was like, 
That was like the first time I'd been to your house. I was like, oh my gosh, where am I going? I'm not in Churchville anymore. That dude's cool. Yeah, I know you. I've probably given him, I've probably given him like, I'd estimate between five and $700 <laughs> in the last two years. You're messing up. You're messing up. He's bad. a good dude when he's not selling pills. <laughs> Which happens to be his profession, so. Anyways, enough. So you did not get you did not give out any candy to local youths. Do any local? No, use? because well, number one is that I don't think people in my hood go trick or treating. Oh, I don't even. We barely have street lights over there. Um, t- seriously, when when we take cabs, like I take a cab to the airport, and I'll tell them where I'm going, they'll be like, oh, <laughs> and I'll be like, it's not that bad anymore. But the cab driver would tell stories like, yo, you know, like four years ago, you couldn't go. You couldn't could drive down there. Seriously. Yeah, but it's not, it's not bad now. I don't think it's, I don't think it's bad. Plus my, so I, you know, I live. You don't have kids though, so it's I have like, a driveway in the back. My, my front door is sort of back in the long driveway. So there wasn't no kids coming back there. Oh. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I feel you. I, I had a, some stormtroopers come to my door. You hey, got robbed by like a you got robbed like a twenty three year old trick or treater came to your house. Right? Yeah, he was big. He got a big old paw full. He got a big old paw. Uh, full. I don't even care. Did he run? I'm not. No, I'm not like uh, some people that they like to hold the bowl and they're like, see. I, I observed how other people give out their candy, and they like they hold the bowl on their lap and they like they just grab in there and they have an assortment of candies, but they just pull one and they put it in your child's back, which is fine. They have thank, assortment? Thank you for your general... Yeah, you know, you, they've got the Skittles, they've got the M&Ms, they've got, they've got chocolates. An assortment of candies. So they're, they're choosing for... I just... When they come to the door, I just hold out the bowl and I don't say anything. I'm like... I just, and they just go and they just take a big handful. And they're like, how many can I get? I'm like, I don't, I don't care. So we have no... And we have no leftover candy. So that's that's a good thing. But speaking of giving out candy, <laughs> the Dactronics. <laughs> speaking of giving out candy, who is at the artist formerly known as Virginia Hokie Open? Well, a couple, you know, a lot of ACC teams send guys. Um, I'm not sure if, if all lineups have been submitted at this point or not, but it's going to be it's going to be a, a solid tournament. There's over 600 guys in there, but there's a freshman, sophomore, and a. Um, in the open division. We'll get to see uh, the artist formerly known as Walter White, a.k.a. Isaiah White, for Notre Dame. He's registered in the freshman division. Nice. So, so that'll be exciting. And, of course, Tech won't have many starters there because they have a duel that weekend, but um, probably have some freshmen. Who fresh- they duel? I don't know. I left Virginia, and I'm, I'm going to psych out. All right, so in summation, we have Iowa State and SDSU – Cowboy Open, Clarion Open, Southeast Open, Dectronics Open. Yes. Dectronics is probably looking like one of the toughest of the weekend. That's a lot of wrestling. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a big... You better go grocery shopping Thursday. I'm going to do it. Wait, where... Do you leave this weekend? No, I'm home. You're home? Mm-hmm. When's the rodeo? Next Thursday, Friday, Fair. Saturday. So, I'm more and James Green are going to be wrestling... Meanwhile, I'm just holding on for eight seconds. <laughs> you're you're watching. What do they call them? Rounds? A round? Um, I need to get a terminology. Maybe like a glossary. Yeah, it goes ca- the cowboy riders or the the what'd you call them? Rodeo riders. The rodeo riders. They ch- try to go a lot of rounds. A lot of rounds. Yeah, I'll well, give you a glossary of terms. I can't believe this is your you life. You do know the thing though. You sing it all the time. It's bulls and blood. The dust in the mud. It's Aurora Sunday crowd. Everyone knows that. But for you, it's going to be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday crowd. That is right. That is true. That's interesting. I'll let you know how it goes. I mean, I think you should take a camera and... I'm going to have a camera. Can you please link... Hey, do you want to drive traffic to your site? Then you should you should send out a tweet. Willie Saylor interviews Bubba Boots. That's a real name. <laughs> That's a real name. That's a real name, guys. I was, so when we were starting Flow Rodeo, we obviously had no writers, and I had to write a bunch of things and make a bunch of speaker pages, people pages, and one guy's name was Bubba Boots. There, there was a Billy Bob Brown involved. Billy Bob Brown. He's from Texas. Natch. You know a guy I knew. Bubba Boots. Hey, I tweeted. Somebody told me Bubba Boots was a wrestler. Really? You get some good names in wrestling. Remember Hunter Muskrat? 
Yes. What's your favorite wrestler name? Uh, Hunter Muskrat's up there. Sparty Chino was a good one. Yes, yes. Which is better, Sparty or Spartacus? Because his name's Spartacus. I'll tell you what. Currently, there's one. In, uh, see, obviously with the, the, the more volume, you know, high school numbers are larger than college numbers, obviously. More people, more interesting names. Currently in Minnesota, there's a Seabass Swiggum. I knew about Seabass. I knew about him. How about this one? Try this one on for size. See if it fits. Shooter Nelson. No. That's a real name. That's a real name. I actually coached against this kid. I don't – I think his was an accidental wrestling name. Like he wasn't like a wrestling family. He's like a kid that just happened to wrestle. And then he had like the most wrestling pertinent name of all time. Shooter Nelson. That's a good one. He always tried to run the full though. Just kidding. I made that part That's up. Penalty point. Made that part up. Wrap her up, Seabass. No, you can't. Swig him. You got you to gotta do this while I cue up the music. You have to tell a parting joke. I don't have any parting jokes, although if you are in Lincoln, I mean Lincoln, if you are in Austin, wow, you have now been put on notice. Do not go 49 miles per hour on Cesar Chavez. No, do not. They're going to catch you riding dirty every time. We'll be riding dirty again two days from now. Can you commit? I'm on it. So we'll be here. Big thanks to Armor, Under Armour Wrestling, ScrapLife.com. Happy oh. birthday, Don Bashada. It's not his birthday anymore. Whatever. You're late. Just sent him a card. Thanks to Under Armour. Appreciate you guys tuning in as always. And we'll be back Thursday. Ryan Preach. Preach. See you later. <laughs>